The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? I'm the Nickel City Nightmare, and this is Common Debauchery. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Common Debauchery. I am, as you already heard, your host, the Nickel City Nightmare, Derek Jaws. You know, I, I've, I've been working pretty hard on uh, my other two podcasts, uh, Hats, Tats, and Stats, and Tip of the Cap, uh, really trying to get more consistent with that. And now my next step in the evolution of my podcasting journey is to be more consistent with this. Uh, this one is meant to be fun and lighthearted and have, you know, just talk about a little bit of everything here. And one of the things that I am going to try to do is bring people on to talk about certain things. That being said, today's episode is me, my ridiculousness toward podcasting, and I'm going to get to that. And then when I'm done, we're going to talk about the ridiculousness of customer service. So first and foremost, I started my podcast journey by being a guest on a podcast. Uh, I joined my buddy Russ, as well as my friends Joey and Will from the Transit Music Lounge in Depew on their professional wrestling podcast called The Closed Fist. And The Closed Fist, in its infancy, was a YouTube-recorded, basically pro-wrestling talk show. And they brought me on twice. I had a lot of fun doing it. And it was something that I looked at was like, you know what, this would be a lot of fun to do myself and with my buddies. And that took me down the road of starting Hats, Tats, and Stats. And then the lack of consistency with that, just trying to figure out getting together. Because we did the same thing. We were, we were a video podcast on YouTube. Uh, our videos are still up there. Pretty funny. Pretty interesting. Um, we come to find that we've actually hit the nail on the head of quite a few times across the uh, the years of doing it. And then... But getting together in person with all the hardware, because I, because I'm that guy, I'm that guy that when I go into something, I dive in head first. You know, I bought the microphones, the soundboard. You know, um, I bought a new laptop to handle what I wanted to do. Um, I found ways to tie it into my desktop, which is not the same make or I mean, one's a PC, one's a Mac. So I went and made it complicated on myself. But uh, you know, I I bought all the all the hardware that I could possibly need and then some um, <laughs> over the over the course of time here and I have dove in pretty hard the problem was it became difficult to find time to to meet up with my co-hosts and in the interest of doing something more myself I created a second podcast called Tip of the Cap which is basically about prep baseball and bringing and sharing knowledge amongst the baseball world, specifically here in Western New York. That one was fairly easy to get, to be consistent on because I could just talk myself uh, like I have done for the last few episodes or the only episodes of Common Debauchery so far. And But I've always found that I get more listenership when I have friends join me. And that is something I'm looking to do on this now is to bring in people, friends, and colleagues that want to just talk about really anything ridiculous in the age of 2020. And in the interest of being more consistent with this, I I need you to wrap your head around what, like the type of person I am and and me doing this. So I, I want 
I struggle with this because I don't, I have great ideas. I have great ideas for topics and then, but I'll have them when I'm at work or when I'm in the car or when I'm busy doing something else. And I'm like, damn, I don't have the time to sit down at my computer and do this right now. But, you know, I'll write it down or I'll type it up in my phone or yeah, ah, I'll remember it. Newsflash. I don't remember anything um, to the point that I can be asked to take the garbage out before I leave. I'll be tying my shoes to leave the house. Hey, can you grab that garbage on your way out? Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. Hey, where are my keys? Walk out the door. Didn't take the garbage. That's just a thing that I do more than I care to admit to. So the idea that I'll remember some of these topics is just outlandish and out there. So what did I do? I just started looking like, okay, what if I started like recording audio on my phone, which truth be told, I'm not doing that right now. Uh, I'm doing this sitting at my desk, which may be one of the last times I get to sit at this particular desk um, to do this type of thing. But I'm like, okay, what if I do something like this? So I tried it one day and I just, you know, pulled up a recording app on my phone and I tried talking to it while I was in the car and it sounded like I was in a car and you know what I'm talking about. Like when you're, when you're on the phone with somebody and like, you're not in the car, but they are, and you just hear that loud ambient noise of the vehicle and the surrounding world just happening. And when it comes to a podcast, I've come to find that one of the things that people care about when they listen to these things are, is the, is the audio quality. You know, nobody wants to hear a in the background the entire time you're talking or, you know, they don't want to hear your voice kind of come and go and fade. And I'm sitting back in my office chair and talking softer. And then all of a sudden I get really loud. People don't want that. So, you know, good quality sound is kind of important. So I was at an impasse and I'm, I ended up finding the answer to this impasse about two or three days ago. And here's how this went. It was a Tuesday and I was working Tuesday night overnight as I do. And Allie was on her way home from her internship at UB. And she, she leaves around four o'clock, which coming from Amherst to Orchard Park is about a 20 to 25 minute drive. Unless it's rush hour, then it can be close to an hour. Well, she called me, she had to make one pit stop. She called me from UB to that pit stop and then from that pit stop on the way home. And I was in the process of doing some stuff around the house because if you've listened to the other episodes, I was talking about the craziness of the housing market. We ended up buying a house. We ended up getting one. We're closing on it on Monday. So that's a huge deal. And so I'm in the process of trying to just do things around the house and get certain things done and... Then she, you know, she calls me, she wants to talk. So what's the answer? Well, I'm in the house. So I put her on speakerphone and then it ends up being a thing where she gets annoyed because she knows that she's on speaker. She can hear the reverberations, um, all through everything. And, you know, she gets annoyed and says, you know, can you take me off speaker? I'm like, I'm hearing myself speak because, 
the speaker is loud enough that she's, the, you know, the the microphone is picking up the speaker and going from there. So it, it the whole thing just was frustrating because I ended up like having to take her off speaker, which means I was then doing something with one hand or I was doing nothing because I was holding the phone and the things that I was doing, you know, like the dishes or packing required two hands. So I ended up just going and laying down and holding the phone. So I started thinking, there's got to be a better way. Wait a minute. What if I could solve two problems here? You know, kill two birds with one stone. So I went and I bought myself a Bluetooth headset for my phone that not only can work as a podcast mic, so if well, like I might be in the car driving, I can be recording, but then I can also just use it as a Bluetooth headset walking around my house to talk to Allie when she's calling and I need to be doing things and don't have, like she doesn't want to be in speaker, I don't want to hold the phone. So I killed two birds with one stone and I bought myself yet another headset microphone with podcasting in mind. Again, probably wouldn't have done it just for the podcasting side of it because that I could just force myself to sit down and be more consistent or just have, you know, kind of give myself to the idea that I'm just not going to be overly consistent with this podcast for a while, which I don't want to do. That being said, I want guests. I want friends. So anybody who hears this, anybody who knows anybody that you want to come on, pick a topic, any topic. As long as it's not highly offensive or purely politically driven, I'm in. Let's talk about anything. Literally anything. Now, now that that's out of the way and I'm a good 10 minutes into this, this is going to be a fairly quicker episode. I'm going to try to keep it a little bit shorter, especially because it's just me. And here's what I'm going to talk about. And it's customer service. I had the pleasure of listening to another podcast on my way to work the other night called the fairest podcast podcast of them all. And he's starting a, we'll call it a mini series about called don't be that guy. And basically what it is, and we, we've all had, a, I, you know, he, he started by saying that he had a teacher that would say, you know, don't be that guy. And we've all heard it. We've all had somebody, you know, don't be that guy, you know, don't be that guy that does that thing. Nobody wants to be that guy. And he stemmed it into working in um, working in customer service and in retail. And his most of his podcast talked about you know people coming in five to ten minutes prior to something closing, and people you know then wanting to stay after closing. And well, what do you mean? I'm not done shopping. What do you mean you trying to close? Type thing. I'm going to talk about another side of uh, customer service. And I ran into some of these things when I worked for both um, WTF Chef, which if you're from the Buffalo area was one of the original um, meal prep services in Western New York. And then stemming that into Wellness Through Fitness Gym, a.k.a. the WTF family. Um, and just some of the things that people as customers do and say, and this topic came up because currently, uh, Allie, who you've heard me reference a few times across the show, who is my girlfriend and whom I just bought a house with 
she works for a local company that is in the fitness industry who, because I do not have permission to use their name, I will not use their name. Um, she deals with people in the weirdest of ways being she's the one that they talk to to a, not only sign up to join said fitness industry business, but she's also the one that they talk to when they want to quit. I don't know if you've ever dealt with somebody who wants to quit the gym, but there are, again, this is another thing that is just a common theme amongst sitcoms. There's always an episode about wanting to quit the gym. Um, you know, friends did it, you know, Chandler, I want to quit the gym. I want to quit the gym. Um, I'm pretty sure Seinfeld did one and most of it is, you know, you're paying for a gym membership. You never go, but quitting the gym is so hard. It's easier just to give them your money and not deal with that. So she's the one you talk to and they do a fantastic job from what I've seen. They do a terrific job of communicating with their customers. I can tell you that I just realized uh, last month that I'm still paying for a fitness 19 membership and I haven't gone to fitness 19 since I moved out to orchard park, which has been over a year and a half. And I found that out because they just hit me with a $102 charge last month. And I've reached out, I've tried calling twice and I call and there's just dead air at the other end. And then I'll message them on Facebook. And then you get the auto response that multiple employees are checking this at all times and you'll get an answer soon. And I never got an answer. I've messaged them a few times. Matter of fact, while I'm thinking about it, I'm going to go message them again and probably not get an answer. However, I digress. They do her business. Her company does a great job of communicating and reaching out because they, they don't want people to quit. They don't want people to leave. Obviously, if people are leaving and quitting, you're not, you're no longer getting their money, you know, and that makes it tough. So, some of the things that she deals with from people in this realm is just ridiculous. One of my favorites easily was a guy who joined this fitness company. We'll call it a gym. It's not necessarily a traditional gym, but it's a gym. He joins the gym and he's older. He's in his 60s. Now, this type of gym kind of revolves around classes that you sign up for and a very cardio-intensive style of workout. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but, you know, not everything's got to be my cup of tea. That being said, you know, you end up... This is not the type of gym that I believe somebody would join just to like, like sight unseen without trying a class, without doing something and giving it a shot. You know, it's, it's not the gym you walk in, you swipe your key card and you just head over to the squat rack and, you know, pump some reps. Like I said, it's, it's different. It's class-based. It's very cardio heavy. And it's not something I think you do without giving it a shot first. And so this guy gave it a shot, joined, signed a contract, and then from there decided yeah, it's a little too much for me and I'm not going to go anymore and I want my money back. And you know, having worked in the, the fitness industry and, and at a gym, I can tell you that the, 
we make you sign a contract for a reason. And it's because people want to be able to just walk in and say, well, I'm done. So you do one of two things. You either pay for a month to month contract, which gives you the ability to just be done. Uh, You know what? I'm done after this. Cancel it. So you finish out your month and it's over, but you pay more for that freedom or you pay, you buy a contract that is a monthly contract that has a duration that then becomes a monthly contract unless specifically denoted that it renews as a copy of itself. Um, more often than not, the, the, the terminology is that it renews at that rate, but as a month to month contract after you've completed the initial term of the contract. And the reason they do that is because when you're paying a cheaper rate at your local box gyms, it's, you know, usually between 10 and $20 a month at a gym like this, it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, I'm not even going to guess at the overall cost, but it's, it's a little, it's a little pricey. Um, but again, at paying for classes, if you go to a normal gym and you pay for classes, they're like five to 10 bucks. You go three times a week. That's 15 a week, four weeks in a month. Yeah. You get my drift. So it kind of, it, it basically all shakes out. And, but when you do this, you know, they like people like we under like we in the gym industry, which again, I'm no longer in, but, um, you know, we understand that you may want to join up and then a month later, ah, you know what? I don't, I'm not really going, I don't want to waste the money on this for another next 11 months. Unfortunately, the options there are you pay a high premium to cancel early or you ride out the duration of the contract because that's how contracts work. I feel like anybody in their normal everyday business life, if it was their business, would understand this. The problem is when it's your money and not your business, people get nasty. This 60-something-year-old man decided that he was going to come at the employee of the business with the following claim. You are trying to kill me and steal my money. You're trying to force me to do these workouts that are too intense for me, that are too much for me, and kill me and steal my money. Now, that being said, you look at this claim, you look at this person, First off, you knew the type of workout you were getting into. Second, I've done workouts here. I've gone to their classes. And I can tell you that having gone to their classes, they give you modifications for not only if it is a physical issue, but if you are struggling, they you can kind of back off a little bit and make it so you get through the class. Now it is very it is it's a little co- competition based. You wear a heart rate monitor. And you kind of see how you're doing compared to the rest of the class. However, like I said, if you, if you're if you're struggling, if you're hurting, you can either back off or modify things to, for so they're easier, so you're not, you know, as previously proclaimed, dying. And again, you knew this when you signed up. You didn't just walk in and sign up without trying it first. There's no shot you did that. So now you're claiming that this business is trying to kill you and steal your money. I'm going to steal one from the Ferris podcast of them all and say, don't be that guy. 
there's a, there's something else going on in the world right now. There's a pandemic. The world shut down. Our country shut down from four months. The longest month of March ever. And when things started to reopen and gyms started to reopen, apparently there was this assumption. And again, I did not make this assumption myself. I know I said that I got a surprise charge from a gym that I no longer go to. That to me says that I thought I canceled that membership and it turns out I didn't. With that being the case, I can tell you, you know what? I'm going to try to call them and say, like, listen, I thought I did this. I haven't gone in a year. What can you do for me? And just have a conversation. Apparently the rest of the world or a good chunk of them decide, like figure that because the world shut down there, they were done with their contracts that they didn't have to pay anymore. And all of these, all of these gyms, all of them, every single one of them sent communication out to their people and said, as of this date, we are going to start charging you once again for your gym membership as the gym is open. If for one reason or another, you would like to postpone that reopening for what we would consider a valid reason, or you would like to cancel, we can have a conversation about that and figure out how we want to approach this. If we do not hear from you, you will begin to be billed as scheduled by your contract on this date. And now you have people that, wait a minute, what do you mean I'm getting charged? I didn't know about this. Well, hold on. Let me look at your profile. You know what? You really need to tell people about this. You really need to explain to people and communicate with them that you're going to start charging them before you just start charging them. Well, ma'am, we, listen, Karen, we, we sent notification out that we were going to start doing this. And the fact that you didn't get that is not my problem. Oh, wait, I just double checked your profile and it turns out you opted out of all communication. Legally speaking, we can't opt you back in without your permission. That's on you. By the way, the way your contract reads, it's going to cost you a little bit of money to get out of it at this point. Does it suck? Yeah. Do I, I mean, am I, am I one of these people that opts out of every, you know, unwanted communication on the planet <laughs> without question? But, you know, when you do that, you run the risk of missing out on some stuff. You run the risk of not, you know, not seeing things like, hey, we're going to start charging you again. And it's just astonishing to me the amount of people that are out there that just do not get it and do not and will not understand that you signed a contract, a legally binding contract that says this is how this works. If you don't want to be charged, you're going to be charged more to not be charged for longer. That being said, which I've come to, I've, I've come to realize I say things like that being said, or really this episode, that being said is probably my go-to and it really kind of annoys me. So I'm going to try to stop doing that. Moving on. I've lost my train of thought because I threw myself off with the whole that being said thing. And that's kind of what the point of this whole podcast is. It's just, it's common debauchery. And 
I'm going to about wrap it up here at about the 25 minute mark. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for, and I'm sorry that I cut that, uh, cut that little story short, but, uh, you know, there's just, there's a lot going on. I'm in the middle of a move. I'm in the middle of packing and I am working on a lot of things right now. So if you've listened this far, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, heading in, I know where I wanted to go with this. If you're, if you're, remember what time of year it is. It's November's right around the corner. It's going to be, it's Halloween. Then it's going to be Thanksgiving. Then it's going to be Christmas. Then it's going to be New Year's. And we're in a weird spot in the world. So don't be that guy. Don't be that person that's going to be an asshole to customer service people. Don't be an asshole to retail people. If you go to a restaurant or a bar, follow the rules. They don't want to be enforcing. They don't want to have to be telling you to wear a mask or put masks on. But, you know, sometimes you have to because that's just the rules. They didn't make the rules, but they have to enforce them or they're going to lose their business. So don't be that person that's going to be a dick around the holidays for no reason and just, you know, be a nightmare for people in the customer service and retail realm. They are people too. And, you know, you may think that you're just trying to get your point across and argue your point, but telling somebody that they're going to burn in eternal hell because they're trying to kill you and steal your money because they're simply enforcing the rules of the contract that you signed is probably not the way to go about your life. Just throwing it out there. Just saying, thanks for tuning in guys. Again, anybody who ever wants to come on the show, please I would like bring, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping he listens to it. My buddy, my, my barber gene, we're going to do a barber shop talk one of these days, whether you like it or not. So, uh, come with topics, come with funny stories, embarrassing stories, whatever you want to come with. And uh, when you come, you better come correct because we're going to do it and we're going to do it right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been another episode of Common Debauchery. <laughs>